0: Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirits and spirit decks in the world of Magic the Gathering. On this episode, there was a card spoiled for Modern Horizons 2, and you guys have been making noise. Then, another card got spoiled for this Dungeons & Dragons set, and a spirit master made some noise. And then finally, I observed a young man playing MTGO on Twitch. And there's a learning moment there Do I got you curious? I hope so Let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go Thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining me on this episode I am your host White, aka D Blanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm. Please follow. I would appreciate it. Also, I got an email where you can contact me directly. That's right, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, I got my own very own website ntgectoplasm.com where i put the latest and greatest episodes on there so if you want to go back and check to uh, check and listen to the library you're more than welcome there and also if you're just new listening to the show do me a favor hit that subscribe button Uh, i'm not going to let you down you're going to enjoy the show why because this is the number one growing podcast for spirit content in the world that's right ladies and gentlemen i have cracked 1,000 listeners you heard right 1,000 listeners isn't that crazy so I want to thank everyone worldwide listening to the show I want to thank everybody here in the U.S. as well we also have a new country listening it's China let me just say uh Ni Hao and shishi for listening and hopefully they're responding with Bukachi yes I know just a three words in mandarin but that's you know not here or there and finally uh i i have a sponsor this week okay uh this show is sponsored by Rec productions Rec productions and this is a an awesomely disruptive crew of digital media and lighting production enthusiasts. They produce killer audio and video content for businesses, artists, and anyone else who wants to be heard and seen. For more information, please visit their website, www.recproductions.com. That's www. the word rec the letter d productions.com, productions.com check them out now I, i'm going to be honest with you i've been working with these people for quite some time the owners are kelly and james and, and their crew great great guys chris and will uh i do a thing with them friday evenings uh eight p, uh, no 9 p.m eastern uh me and james do a little fun little bs show called uh, uh the weekly catch-up uh uh hosted by handsome and the other guy and uh you know who handsome is right I'm just saying you're you listening to the show just, just saying so if you're looking for fun entertainment on a Friday night and you got nothing else to do on Twitch that's right on Twitch nine p.m just go to rec productions uh they have their own little channel there uh just go there for me just for ish and giggles and you can watch me on a show discuss a whole bunch of nonsense with my boy James, 9 p.m. Eastern Friday on Twitch. Now, now that the pleasantries are over I'm with, now that my homework assignments are done, I want to apologize to you, the listener. I I, I said there in the beginning, yes, we broke a thousand listeners and I wanna appreciate I, I wanna say hands down, I am humbled and I appreciate it. Okay, I, I have my stock stuff here where I piecemealed it together so I can provide you some of the best spirit contents I can. Now you may be going, Dwight, well, what happened? You usually put stuff out on Wednesdays and Sundays and you're hundred percent. Right. Um, what happens is that I don't know if you're aware that I'm in nursing school. Um, I have a full-time job and uh, it took a lot out of me. I had my final, I had my final exam and here comes my dog's about to complain and billy it because they, they hear some noise that they shouldn't be hearing. So don't mind the dog barking in the background. But uh, I was a little exhausted. I need a little time for me to recharge my energy, my, my get my chi in line. And uh, that's the reason why I didn't bring put anything out on Wednesday. So I want to apologize to you guys. Now, now, now that I was humbly uh, humbled and honest with you, I want to discuss a particular card that has been making noise up and down Modern. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, making noise through Modern. And the funny thing is that we have not seen this card played in standard since 7th edition. Now, we're, we're in, what, 21st edition right now, and 22 edition is going to be this Dungeons & Dragons set. It's been many years since we've seen this card. That card is Counterspell. Now, I know some of you out there are, like, thrilled and excited, like, yes, I play Azorius, and you know what? We could use a Greek Counterspell, like, counter and i could not agree with you more Counterspell is a great counter spell i mean it doesn't you you know we have counter spells out there like oh well you pay three and their card's not countered or Counter that spell and it goes back in their hand. Or counter that card and it goes on top of the library. or Counter that card and they get a little tutu bird. You know, you can only counter non-creature spells. Or you can only counter creature spells. Or you can do this. And, the, the, and it's like, I hate to say, it, like, they're counter spells, but they're not the tried and true, realistic, back in the day, once created, thing that pissed off everybody, counter spell. And the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, is because that had a counterspell, had a soft band since 7th edition. People bitched and belly ached so much during 7th edition, during that standard time, that Wizards sat there and said, "Mm, we're not printing it again in standard. Nope, nope, it doesn't matter what's being done, what's going on, we're not printing it in standard now that they're printing modern horizons 2 and because they saw how well modern horizons 1 did they're like well you know maybe it's time to bring counterspell to modern and you know what I- i'm okay with it i i don't think it's going to break the format i don't think there's anything crazy about it I-, I mean let's be honest with one another you me listening and everyone else hopefully they're listening in the background if Counterspell becomes this crazy exotic card that starts warping the format, you know, I know, we both know, we all know, Watsey's going to step in and go, mm, that card gets the X. Now it'll take maybe a couple of months to figure it out because, you know, Watsy does t- decide to take their time and draw things out. And, Oh, we gotta look at the statistics and the analytics. When we all know, at that particular time, mm, maybe not that thing shouldn't be there. But we don't know. We don't know how it's gonna play out because let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, we do not know what's in Modern Horizons two yet. the The whole set hasn't been released yet, and we're not gonna see anything released for probably another two weeks now I have here the Wizards timeline May May 20th which is in what uh, next week we're going to see weekly MTG reveals Ooh. May 24th previews begin yay June 2nd full card images galleries okay June 3rd, available on Magic Online. That's pretty fun. I like that. June 11th through the 13th, webcam release playthrough Spell Table Beta. Now, I'm trying to figure out what the hell is Spell Table. Now, I haven't seen any announcements for it. Have you seen anything for it? Maybe I got to ask my friend. Uh, google and look through my google machine and figure out what that is and i'll you know i'll let you guys know know later june 11th through the 17th pre-release weekend including in-store play where available now guys i've been telling you haven't i i've been warning you guys People have been doing this vaccine. The the, the COVID is starting to come down. Things are going to start opening up. The CDC just released a thing the uh, earlier today or yesterday, stating that guess what? Uh, if you're fully vaccinated, you may not have to wear your mask outside or inside in certain areas. Been telling you guys this, and then for some reason the the worldwide release has been pushed back. Uh, I don't know why, I do not care, but all I know is that I am personally excited to see the craziness that Modern Horizons 2 brings because of the craziness that Modern Horizons 1 brought. Like my big old friend Hogak, who ended up warping Modern uh, completely for several months until people bitched and belly ached like they did with Tybalt and his trickery and had to be banned. So, Counterspell. Counterspell. Where do I stand in Counterspell? I like the card. I think I'm a fan of it. And you're going to go, well, Dwight, does it fit in spirits? That's tough. And the reason why I say that's tough is because of what I said before. It's one of these tried and true counter spells that can counter almost anything and everything with the exception of triggered abilities and, and uh, ETBs and it and can't counter lands because I don't know any card that's ever said, uh, no, you can't play a land. Now, destroy lands, that's a different story, but counter spell, counter lands, never seen it. I, I don't think you can counter mana. Now, if I was to see this card actually being played in spirits, we have to be honest with one another, shall we? Do you actually see this being played in Bant? Come on, be honest with yourself. Take your time. And the answer is no. And why? Because look at that mana base. Okay, that mana base is just screaming to be, like, we we had to put so much green in there so we can sit there and put uh, Noble Hierarch and Cocoa, Collected Company, in the deck. And to sit there and think that we can hold up two blue mana to counter... I don't think so. I don't think so. Now I now I can see the Azorius players like, oh, yeah, here it comes. It's going to be great for Azorius. We're white-blue. We don't have those three-color issues. There's no the true color fixing. You're right. You don't have that issue. The only other issue that freaking Azorius has is what? Five brown mana. Five land cards total that produce brown mana. Like, what the hell do you mean by brown mana? Are you wearing your brown pants and something brown came out? No, 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 no. Brown mana, meaning colorless mana. Because if we look at the top decks, and of course, you know who I'm going to say. The man, the myth, the legend, Doctor Quella. His main deck is running what? And I hope you guys are following the, following his lead. Three, Cavern of Souls. Then two, Morlin Haunt. That's total of five cards. You're like, well, wait, it's only five cards. Who cares? I've seen certain builds with 20 land. I've seen certain builds with 21. I'm one that prefers 21. Let's subtract 5 from 21. We get 16. Yay, simple math. So we have 16 cards that's supposed to split up between white and blue can our mana base handle it i want to sit there and say yes but not overly well and why is because a certain cards like mm, horizon canopy eh, horizon canopy is in that deck ladies and gentlemen a card that really hurts us and i hate to say it does hurt us very much is uh uh waterlog grove uh hopefully i'm saying that that that's the other uh, horizon a uh, horizon land the blue green one and if i'm if i'm wrong i apologize i mean to say the horizon blue green land why because we're pinging ourselves every time we use it and we're dealing damage to ourselves. As much as I do enjoy the Horizon Lands and how beneficial they are and actually allows allows us to draw a card from them when we have enough of our mana base in play. If we had our own white-blue Horizon Land, okay, I would be like, you know what, can I spell? Yes, yes, indeedy, I can see a limited amount. But the fact that you have five brown land and then these two other lands, that's a total of seven. So that brings down our card count to six minus two, uh, 16 minus two. Uh, that brings us down to 14. Mm. 14. Then those 14 cards, let's see. Oh, four of them fetch land, so they don't even produce mana. So down, now we're down to 10. 10 cards that actually produce mana effectively. Hmm. Are you still feeling confident there, Azorius players? I'm not. I'm not trying to poo-poo counterspell. I think it's a great card. And you know what? I think it's something that... We should out there, we we as the spirit community, should go out there and test. I don't think, as much as I like the card, and I would love to see it played in our deck, I don't think it fits at the moment. I don't think the mana, the mana base is correct for it yet until those horizon lands, those white, blue, beautiful horizon lands get printed. And unfortunately, because of... Bwatsi's decision to reprint the enemy fetchlands, which we needed a reprint of enemy fetchlands, but I'd rather them print out cards that are predominantly for us, the spirit community. You know, it is what it is. We have to wait till two years from now until they make Modern Horizons 3 or a set where they go, oh, here you go. Congratulations, here's your other Horizon Lands. (sighs) Yep, that's a sigh, ladies and gentlemen. That's a sigh. Because I want to believe in Counterspell. I love Counterspell. Like I told you, if you have, this is new, this is a new show you've listened to. Ladies and gentlemen, I started playing at the end of the soccer block. I think it's like Urza's Destiny. When I started playing right before a Mercadian mask from one, from a broken set to a to set that was just ass. You could say I came in in a half ass time. And I loved counter I'm a big fan of counter but right now mm, there's only way to one way to find out ladies and gentlemen, and it's up to you to sit there and the spirit community that, test it out see what happens it doesn't hurt now would you use it in competitive play no use the use the free section in mtgo and practice and see how it fits don't go into a major competition like oh, you know this is the end all be all this is the card that's going to change everything many of us thought that when we saw force of negation right no we're yeah. That's why force negation's in the sideboard and not in our main board, not part of our 60, right? And that's where I see counterspell. I see eventually counterspell not being part of the 60, but part of the, you know, the 15 in the sideboard, potentially. As mo- and it hurts my soul to say that. Huge fan of counterspell. Huge. Now, how do I feel about Counterspell in general in modern? I think it's okay for the ecosystem. I think it's it's not a problem. I, I don't... I'm okay with it. Yes, does it help out control players? Hands down. Yes, it does. But it, hand, it helps them how much more? Not by much. And with the way our deck as Azorius and Banta set up. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in great position. We're in great position. We have Cavernous Souls. Cavernous Souls, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great, amazing card. And I've been telling you guys for a while now, if you have not been buying paper, paper magic cards stop procrastinating if you want to go back and go to these grand prix's and all these other events that, that you know you want to go back to your lgs to stop procrastinating you need to start getting these cards now before these prices increase things are opening up ladies and gentlemen and cavern of souls is not one of these cheapy cards these are not one of these cards that you clean your, you know, your uh, a hamster's cage with. And if you don't like the, the me using your hamster, well, it, well, if you're a lizard guy, then your iguana's cage. I only say that because my friend has an iguana. It's cute. I like to pet it. But we have cavernous souls. That, that we're in a great position there. And if you didn't hear my episode about Aethervile, ladies and gentlemen, you need to go back and visit that, epi- that episode. We have two major ways where our opponent can't do anything to counter our creatures. We are in an awesome, awesome position. So I welcome it. Aethervile is a one-mana, one-mana card. You're not going to get it on turn one. And if I'm on the play, you're definitely not going to get it on turn two. And I know for a fact because I I have uh cavernous souls. Guess what? You you're not going to get it at all. I'm going to be laughing in your face going, "Oh, you're trying to counter uh cavernous souls pal? Mm-mm. Not today. Unless you're trying to be a cheater and and Mr. Cheaty Face, mm-mm. Not going to happen today." So, I welcome uh, Counterspell in Modern, and that's my thoughts, in Azorius and Bant. Not saying that it it won't make a mark. It's not going to do anything. I'm a wait and see. Do I think it's going to be beneficial? Maybe as a said, board card. You heard it here. Now, the next card I want to bring up is because of a spirit master. That's right. You heard me say it here, a spirit master. Andre Segura, a person who I will constantly promote on this show. He released a latest one of his latest videos and had to deal with the card portable hole. Now, he broke down that card, and hands down, I loved his analysis of it. I think it's a great, amazing card that's coming through, coming soon, with this D&D, uh, the Forgotten Realms. Me, personally, I'm, I'm excited to see a Beholder. I'm just, I am just love the art of Beholder. But in spirits i gotta be honest here portable hole and i got the card right in here well the image of the card in front of me it's one white mana oh i love that one mana portable uh portable hole is an artifact and it's an uncommon And it reads, when portable hole enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls with the mana value of two or less until portable hole leaves play. I'm sorry, until it leaves the battlefield. I want to be very clear on what exactly it says. Now, I do love the flavor text. It's cute. And it says they fall for it every time. Get the pun? they fall for it very cute wizards very cute i like this card a lot i like this card extremely a lot why because it allows us to remove permanent from the game two or less and right now i don't know if you're looking at the standings ladies and gentlemen but blue blitz you got the boros blitz decks you have john john death shadow you have all uh, what's this upcoming deck uh horn skills affinity deck is coming out making noise you have another one coming out with uh i, I i'm gonna have to do an episode on it oh jeez, i I completely i'm, I'm now forgetting a yagmoth this yagmoth recur uh recursion deck no, I understand Yawgmoth is not two, two or less, but the, the, the cards that work around Yawgmoth is two or less. So there's a lot of cards that we can bang out with this card and remove our Path to Exiles. Why should we give our opponent more mana, more fuel to their fire? I personally would love to have Swords to Plowsharer. Fine, take the life. I'd rather stop giving you resources than life. And the fact that, you know what, do I wish it was like just three or more, four or more? Yeah, but then if we did that, then why would we use Skyclave Apparition? Portable hole is just turn one, turn two if we can't use Skyclave Apparition. And I think it fits that, that, that unique spot. And the best part is, ladies and gentlemen, think about it. They are printing more and more Planeswalkers, and guess what? Ren and Six is a two. You think Renin Six is going to be the only two-mana cost Planeswalker? If you believe that, there's a bridge in Brooklyn, New York, that's up for sale. I have the deed, and it's called the Brooklyn Bridge. And if you want to buy that Brooklyn Bridge from me, you just go to mtgectoplasm at gmail.com and let me know because I'm willing to sell you that bridge. What I will tell you, Portable Hole is a great card, and I am personally excited to see it. And I may end up picking up a, a, a play set to put in my sideboard because I think it fits a unique spot and especially in the format right now because there's a card that I, I see underutilized in the format right now, underutilized here that I want everyone to start considering putting in their sideboard which segments me into the next part of the show which is a card that Dwight wants see you wants to see you guys play and that's Chalice of the Void. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Chalice of the Void. Why? Because exactly what I mentioned before. You're seeing a lot of these cards. A lot of these modern decks are what? Four or less mana. And if we can sit there and take resources away from our opponent, one mana or two mana, what are they going to do? They're screwed. So it, it forces us to use our deck to get rid of their threes and fours. But if we can limit what they can do early game, we will end up winning the long game. So that's where I see us. That's why I think, personally, Chalice of the Void is an underutilized card, and and I think it needs to, I think you guys got to start considering maybe the start point in your deck. And like I said, right now, the value of it's a little low, so you should jump on it before the price of that skyrockets in paper. Now, I had a fun time on, uh, I think it was Tuesday evening. I finished uh, having my exam for my, like, my, my final exam for my class. And I, sa- I was sitting there talking to the wife, and I put on Twitch. That's right, I put on Twitch. And I was watching this young man play Azoria Spirits. Now, I tell you all the time, ladies and gentlemen, in my uh, shout-out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme, that I'm looking for you guys, that I'm out there watching, visibly watching you guys play if you're streaming. And now you are going, well, Dwight, why aren't you streaming? You're the big mouth. You're the guy with the show. How come you're not streaming? Why? Because I like to observe. I want to sit there and understand your thought process and understand why you do the things you do and why I do the things I do. Because who knows, you may do things much better than I do. Maybe there's some type of thing that just catches me off guard and go, hmm, I didn't didn't think of that line of attack. I didn't consider that line of defense. I did not consider that play at all. Well, I watched this guy, this young man, his name is Senior Precio. It's uh, Senior, S-E-N-I-O. Let me repeat that. S-E-N-I-O-R and then P-R-C-I-O. I was watching him do play an Azorius deck, and unfortunately, he went 4-1. and one. I started watching him uh, as soon as he was playing his second game because he lost the first game. But I stayed with this young man, watching him play the last four games where he won out. And there was a, I, I think it was like the fourth game he was playing. And the board state was very unique. He had, uh, the opponent had a Leonin Arbiter in play. It had ghost quarters and ways to destroy lands and would not allow this young man to search for basic lands or the young man ran out of basic lands in his library. He ended up playing, I, I, Uh, he ended up playing a cavern of souls well let me explain to you what he had he had in play he had the white blue quick land i'm sorry it's early in the morning for me right now so i don't remember the name of the land he had the quick land the white blue quick land in play he he drew he had a hallowed fountain in hand a cavernous souls in hand and had a skyclave apparition in hand he also had one like I think like uh I believe it was on the battlefield I believe it was a selfless spirit he then plays cavernous souls and says spirits and I was like, what i didn't get it because i was looking at my at the opponent's side he didn't have any land destruction he didn't have uh, a field of ruin he did not have ghost quarter so i was like why didn't you play the hallow fountain why didn't you play the hallow fountain tap because you didn't have a two-mana card to play And why wait till turn three to play the Hollow Fountain so you take two points of damage and hope, potentially lose the game on life because of what your opponent's doing? I didn't understand it. And that was a teaching moment there. And it was a teaching moment for me because I, when I posed that question to Senior Precio, He then responded with this. If that land ends up getting destroyed, I don't care because it's a whatever land. And the fact that I'm praying that I end up getting a Morlin Haunt so I can start playing creatures and generating creatures from my graveyard so I can make those plus one, plus one, uh, those one, one spirit flying tokens. And I was like, wow. He's playing for the long game. Well, I'm still considering the short game. Now, the question is, why was I considering the short game? It's because this young, his opponent was taking a beating left and right. Senior Apricio was just beating this guy down. Was his line Correct. Was my my line was my line correct? Just saying, play the Hollow Fountain, tapped, and then play your next card. What I'm going to tell you is that we were both correct. Reason why? Two turns later, he ended up winning and didn't need the uh, Moirland Hunt to generate creatures. But I appreciated his honesty. I appreciated the way he was looking at things and conceiving the bigger picture, the the, the, the the foresight. So I'm challenging you, Spirit Community. I'm challenging all of you. If you're going to sit there and play MTGO and you have a, a Twitch account, post it on the Discord. Post it on the Reddit. Let other people learn. Let people observe. Let people grow from you. The number one thing my father taught me in life was it's okay to learn from your mistakes. It's how you should do, right? But it's better to learn from other people's mistakes so you don't make them. And as a spirit community, we're a brotherhood. We're a a family that should get together and congregate and enjoy in our fellowship of spirits. And if there is a move that we can sit there and type real quick and go, hey, consider this line or why don't you do, you know, why don't you play this land to assist, then do so, ladies and gentlemen. You shouldn't think that's beneath you. You have masters out there who are streaming daily. You have others that are streaming every other day or three times a week. And they're taking suggestions from the people who are observing their play. And you know what I'm going to tell you? The people that are playing, that's going to only make you better. And the people watching, that's only going to make you better. So what I want, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go out there and let people know, hey, I'm going to start playing today. I'm going to do Azorius. I'm going to do Bant. I'm gonna do a mono blue snowbelt. Hell, you know what? I'm in the mood to do Jeskai. I have yet to see Jeskai get be, being played out there, guys. I'm just saying, someone plays Jeskai and they put in the the board. You know what? I, I'm gonna definitely watch. I'm gonna be curious. Unfortunately, I can't watch tonight because I have my show, my other show. Speaking of my show, let me let me discuss them again. All right, just so uh, I, I can make them happy and make me happy. All right, Rec Productions, okay? This is an awesome killer crew, okay? They have an awesome studio with awesome lighting, production services, and if you're looking for a dope video, it, do, it, it doesn't matter if you're an artist a performer, if you're a photographer, if you're looking to do a, a voice podcast like me or do a video podcast, a vodcast out there so you can get seen in the world and uh, make your attempt to be famous, hell, you don't even have to be famous. You can do it so people can go, wow, look, look at my man, look at my woman here. They're trying. They're att- making an attempt. Go to their website, recproductions.com com visit them you'll appreciate it i'm telling you hands on i'm working with these people kelly and james i'm working with them go visit them W.W. Dot. The word wreck the letter d productions.com Wreckproductions.com. i recommend it because what why because i got my show with them friday evenings 9 p.m twitch on their wreck productions channel come and check it out i have two skits that i do on the show you know, it's slightly embarrassing to me. I don't care. But it's funny. It's sexy time with Dwight. It's me in a kimono. You'll never forget it. And then moist thoughts. Yeah, It's a little scandalous sign in my shower. Teehee. It's very teehee funny. So, we, ladies and gentlemen, we've discussed Counterspell. We've discussed Portable Hole. We discussed the fact that, you know, maybe we should start considering Chelsea of the Void because of all those quick decks that are out there in one mana or two mana. I discussed Mr. Senior uh, Senior, uh, Presio. Congratulations on him going 4-1, especially going 4-0 while I was watching. But now, now, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It's the shoutout section. I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. In historic, first place in an arena, historic uh, tournament, in a mono blue build, snow build. That is, this guy's just killing it, man. In historic, I'm gonna have to. Ha- I'm gonna have to find you, my man, and reach out to me. Okay, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. This is an open invitation to Platinum Mythic Rank Player. Platinum Mythic Rank Player. Thank you for proving that Spirits is the best deck in historic. Now and pioneer holy crap let me just tell you you guys went balls to the wall ladies and gentlemen you went crazy in pioneer let me let me just count them out here one two three four five six seven jesus seven of you you know what breaking them down ready five and oh with a mono blue snow build you're gonna have to forget me my man uh freak oh jesus here i go again free g fry Giori ferro rosso jesus that sounded awful go figure my grandmother's you know italian and i can tell this is an italian name free jury ferro rosso free jury ferro rosso well congratulations going five and oh then another 5-0 Bant player, Azorius Build, Sayuseki. Look at you, my man. Uh, this is what? I, I mentioned your name so far three, four times on the show. Look at you kicking ass out there. Another 5-0 uh, individual here playing Bant, and it's my man, Ivan Drago. Look at you, Ivan, kicking ass out there. This you know I've mentioned you multiple times on the show. Another person here that I'm going to mention twice on this episode. Ready? 5-0, Mono Blue Building Snow. Mazuzuku. Mazuzuku94. He did it uh, uh, May 10th. Congratulations, my man. First place, Azorius. Patro. Oh, oh, Jesus. Pataru. I'm going to call you Pateroo. P-A-T-R-A-O-O. Mr. Pataru went first place in the Zorius belt. Congratulations. This next player went 5-0 in a BAMP build, and it's Falcon, underscore Falcon, underscore. Congratulations. And then finally, 5-0, Mono Blue, Snow build. Mazuzaku, 94 again, May 13th. Congratulations to all those players in Pioneer kicking ass, proving that what? Spirits is awesome in Pioneer. No doubts about it. I, I have no fear knowing that you guys in Pioneer are going you know, to take a names to kick it ass. I love it. Love it. Now in Modern. I'm going to be honest with you. I was hoping to see as many people as I did in Pioneer. But I only got one person, and I'm okay with it. And that person is the one, the only, the unconquerable, went 5-0 with the Azorius build, Dr. Queller. <laughs> Congratulations, Dr. Queller, for proving that Spirits is the best deck in modern. Now, I want to discuss real quick... Real quick, before we end the show, about a sideboard. Because I know there's a lot of you out there in modern going, ooh, what, anything new, anything different? His main board is still the same. Nothing has changed. But his sideboard, ooh, I saw this thing and I'm like, ooh. I guess I'm going to have to invest in certain cards. And I know it's going to upset my wife, but that's what I'm good at, upsetting my wife. He has now one pithing needle two deicides two force of negation three dampening sphere three rest in peace wait for it here four chalice of the voids wow just saying I I don't know if Dr. Queller and I are on the same wavelength here ladies and gentlemen but just saying so congratulations to everybody that was on my shout out section for proving. They are the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. And if you didn't hear your name here, ladies and gentlemen, this week, don't worry. No fret. I eventually will see you in the 5-0, the first, uh, first place position. Why? Because us, the spear community, believe in you. We want to see ele- everybody elevate and rise and start kicking ass and having our opponents say, you know what, that's boo So you know what the time it is right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's the end of the show. That's it. I have no more. I have no mas. I want to thank you all. Thank you all for making this your number one spot home. Listen to podcasts for spirits and spirit decks in all of Match the Gathering. Thank you. I am humbled and I appreciate it. Please go to my Twitter. Follow email me share me your thoughts i would love to hear from you mtgectoplasm at gmail.com and then finally my website mtgectoplasm.com where you find all my latest and greatest episodes and if you want to sponsor an episode or donate to the show you can do that there ladies and gentlemen thank you see you guys next time